from Wells Euphoria. Welcome to the Oku Bus. You need to be in TV, you know that? Mm-hmm. You hear uh, it? Yep, I'm here now. As you just heard, this is the Oracle Buzz coming to you from Riverview, Florida. Tonight I'm going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to start off with a couple of real quick news stories and uh, then an interview. The interview is with Thomas Roach, the president of the Suncoast Oracle Users Group. I'm, that's about 15 minutes, so I want us to be finished with this less than 20 minutes so everybody can get on with their life. Um, I have a couple of news stories I just thought was real interesting. The links are actually going to be there with the podcast, but um, just something to talk about real quick. One of them was from DM Review. IOUG releases latest Oracle community survey on open source trends. And uh, I just thought it was really interesting that it says uh, 60% of Oracle database sites have open source operating systems in operation. Of course, that's going to be Linux. And uh, it found that the, still the most popular database is MySQL, which always just kind of freaks me out. I just, I've used MySQL, and it's just not the same. I guess maybe that's why it is the most popular. It does something that Oracle really does, and it's just a little tiny. To me, it's almost an MS Access kind of thing. But um, so anyway, the link's going to be there. Definitely worth looking looking into. I would like to see the original IUG survey results, the entire results, but I haven't been able to find those yet. So if if anybody out there has those, uh, and you could let me send me that link or post it on the blog, I'd appreciate it. The other one is a uh, uh, an article on Larry Ellison. It's actually the Extraordinary Life of Oracle CEO Larry Ellison. Rediff News, which is, uh, I believe, an Indian uh, magazine. But it's got a real uh, neat details on kind of the history of the management of Oracle and, uh, I guess, Larry Ellison's ego is uh, something they talk about quite a bit. Of course, I don't know their point of view if they're, you know, it's a hatchet job or true, but I've heard too many times, I think it's probably pretty close to being true, um, how anybody that challenges him seems to just kind of be kicked to the curb, and the people who you have now is, are good at what they do, but they really aren't being lined up as a successor, and it's kind of scary as a, as a shareholder that there really is no successor, and that's one of his things is, I guess he just doesn't want it to be a, there to be a successor, so if you want to uh, take a read on this and kind of comment back on that. I'd like to hear different points of views. Um, one of the comments that I thought was interesting is this is a team and Larry's the only captain. If someone wants to pop up and announce to the star, poof, you're out. <laughs> and that's one of the people from the board, which is pretty interesting. Even the board, uh, I guess, you know, they do talk about Sarbanes Oxley. And uh, I really thought having a line of succession was a requirement nowadays, but I guess maybe it's not. But anyway, that's that's the two news items. Like I said, the links are there, and if you want to drop me a note and let me know what you think of those articles, uh, I'd like to hear back, hear some opinions on it. And now we're going to move into the interview with uh, Thomas Roach. And at the end, I've got a special guest is going to be uh, singing a song, actually. So uh, uh, we'll move right into the interview. Today I'm talking to Thomas Roach. Thomas is a DBA who's worked with Oracle since 2002. He's also the current president of the Suncoast Oracle User Group, and he was the vice president before that. How you doing, Thomas? Doing pretty good, Lewis. How are you? I'm good. Um, I guess we started back at in the beginning. How did you get started in IT? Um, actually, how I got started with IT is uh, 
I would even go back a little further. I got a computer and I just started fiddling with it. I started with an Amiga and then um, I moved into just a regular PC, no hard drive. You know, the the 360K five and a quarter floppy disks. Cool. Uh, just worked my way up from there. I I built a bulletin board system, so that kind of drew me in a little closer. And then when the web came out, that drew me in even closer with that. So um, I never really got into the database though until I started working in enterprise IT, and I was working with a lot of different things. Um, you know, various different systems, Unix, Windows. Um, I actually worked out at, at Verizon Data Services for a while, and um, they went through a little downsizing out there after 9-11, and, um, you know, I, I really was at a crossroads there at that point, and I said, what is it that I really want to do? And, um, you know, realizing that a lot of things revolve around the database, and that was the most intriguing, um, I decided that I wanted to learn Oracle. Cool. So that's where my journey sort of started, and then, then of course, as I got a little deeper into learning, I realized that, you know, a user group would be the perfect avenue to, you know, ask questions with people to network, um, to sort of, you know, take that next step. And that's how I got involved with the user group. Okay. And you had some, uh, before Oracle, you were doing some SQL Server, huh? Well, actually, um, I think I did some SQL Server and Oracle around the same time oh, really? as far as out of the data services, just real basic stuff, nothing with the database. Um, and then a job after Verizon, I started writing SQL queries, which was really working more off a of SQL Server than Oracle. Um, but they were, you know, both Oracle and SQL Server. So I started out working with the, the networking side of it, like the tnsnames.org, the Net8 configuration, and then kind of moving up from there. And you said you kind of taught yourself. How, how did you did you buy books or from the internet or have a mentor? Or? Well, I, I bought books, and I um, I did the on. Uh, some CBTs. Google was obviously a big help. Yahoo as well. Um, and then I had a mentor who um, actually worked for Oracle at one time. He actually worked out at Boeing as a consultant for Oracle, so he was involved in some really big level things. And most of the help that he was able to give me, or the guidance, was really the direction to go. He says, you know, you can be a jack of all trades. You can know a lot of different things, which is good. But he says, what you really need to do is find, you know, your passion or your forte and just really hone in and focus on it. So yeah, I decided that Oracle was something that I really wanted to focus on. Yeah, that's true, too. I'm, I'm big on the mentor uh, method of learning, too, and I, I totally agree with that. So what are you using now? Are you using uh, 10G? I'm using, um, believe it or not, we have some people on still on Oracle 7. Wow. Uh, we've got people on 817. We've got people on 9i, and we've got people on 10G as well. Cool. I, any, anything rack or anything like that? No, nothing too too fancy like that. Um, I was actually uh, working with some of the, the user group members and trying to get our hands on some hardware. We want to set up, uh, I guess, just an open source rack system that people can, you know, basically, you know, build out of some leftover hardware. We wanted to go with Linux, um, something like CentOS or Ubuntu, um, you know, something with the, the interconnects. We wanted to go with... Um, like an iSCSI to sort of simulate a uh, you know shared storage for the rack environment, raw storage. You could do maybe your AES in that way, but just something we started looking into. We haven't got that far down the road yet because we still have to get our hand on hands on some hardware. The hardware, yeah, that actually sounds pretty neat. So you, you I take it you prefer the admin uh, side of Oracle rather than the developer side. Um, I actually like both sides of it actually. Um, I think it's important to know how the database operates and works um, from a, from the database administrator uh, standpoint. You, you have different responsibilities. I mean, you're responsible for that data. You you got to make sure that that you can back up and recover from a data failure. 
um, then probably your next priority is you know your availability, uh, making sure that the database is up and running, um, you know performance tuning, making sure that it's performing. Um, but on the developer side, you have to make sure that you do things efficiently also. So even being a DBA or a developer, you find that the lines are sometimes blurred and that it's you know really good for the developers and DBAs to work together. Yeah, that's a wall up in between them. That's very true. Um, yeah, that's one thing Tom Kite's big on in all his books and uh, on his blog he talks about is DBAs and developers working together. Um, so what, what's your favorite feature of uh, of Oracle? Uh, favorite feature of Oracle? Um, I don't know if I could really put my, my hands on one feature. If if I was going to the to the 10G feature, I would say that the I think the flashback feature they added was pretty neat. Um, yeah. It's a lot easier to recover if a table gets dropped accidentally just to you know basically flash it back than what you had to do before, which is to basically recover you know recover the database or try to bring that table back in. All right. Um, and you talk about uh, bought some books and had a mentor to learn. How, how do you keep up with, uh, you know, now you're doing 7, 8, 9, and 10, and how do you manage to keep up with the different technologies? Well, first of all, uh, I visit Lewis Cunningham's blog. <laughs> good answer. Yes. Um, another thing that's an extremely good value is, first of all, getting involved in the user group. Uh, we try to bring out um, speakers. Um, you know, we've brought in Stephen Feuerstein. We brought in Carrie Millsap. We've had Tom Kite, of course. We've had you. Yeah. Um, we, of course, try to mix and match, so we try to get our our members to present in there as well. Uh, but then we also bring in some big names, so that draws more people out from the community into the group, and then there's just you know more sharing between between your peers. Right. So that's another thing that really helps you stay abreast of features. Plus, we have a really good relationship with um, Oracle. Um, Eric Ludit is our local Oracle sort of liaison. Um, he tries to. He's obviously in sales, so uh, he'll he'll tell us all the new things that are coming out, and we'll go ahead and look into them. Plus, you know, on OTN, it talks about some of the new technologies that come out, and um, also Jane Smith, who's in marketing out in Houston, she's also been a big help as far as helping us get speakers uh, as far as the new technology. For example, when 10 gr 2 was just released, I believe one month after that, she got us a really good speaker to to go ahead and touch on some of the some of the. Um, Features and changes that happen in 10GR2. So I mean, it, it's not just one thing or the other. I mean, it's just a, basically a big group effort, and it's yeah. not just me on the board. It's a lot of other people too that chip in. Yeah, and uh, going back to the big names you got, I, I think it's interesting how uh, we've talked about how you get the big names. You want to tell everybody how you managed to get Tom Kite and Kerry Millsap and Steve Fierstein and all that. Well, it's it's really simple. You just have to ask. <laughs> I think a lot, a lot. Believe it or not, that's that's all I did was I asked. Um, you know, I said, well, let's try to bring some of these people in, and nothing against my board, but they would, you know, say, well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if they're going to want to come all the way out here and speak to us. But you know what? All you can do is ask, and all they can do is say no if they don't want to come. And it sounds like a lot of them have uh, said yes. They wanted to. <laughs> Absolutely, We've some got very Steve good speakers. We've got Stephen Feuerstein. We've got. Lewis Cunningham. We had Tom Kite come out. Um, all of them are Oracle Aces. We we're going to have Jonathan Lewis come out in June, but we were going to ha go ahead and rearrange that. And you know, I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but we're working with a guy who um, hopefully will be able to set something up with Jonathan in the fall. And we also um, had Carrie Millsap. Now, all those people, with the exception of Carrie, are Oracle Aces. So Oracle recognizes that you know their their contribution in the community. And Carrie, I believe, was just nominated for an Oracle Ace, so uh, I think he might be getting one of those really soon as well. Cool. That's exciting. He d he deserves it, that's for sure. 
definitely. Um, and when you when you uh, you said you know you'd like to mix uh, like the big names, but also the local guys. And uh, what 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 do you look for when you have like a local speaker? Um, you specific skill, or you just want people to participate, or? Well, first of all, it's participating. Um, you've obviously been a big help, not just in our user group, but you've got your blog going. You've you're uh, been writing very popular articles for the OTN that have um, you know appeared not only at the t- as the highest rated, but they appeared right on the front page as well. Um, we've also got another guy like Troy Legan, for instance. He did um, one on VMware Data Center. I mean, he it's something he's using. So if it's something that you're using, or like a case study, or where you're solving a problem, or you can talk about how you're implementing Oracle, uh, you know, technology, we want you to be able to come in and share that in a presentation that you know other people can get something out of. Um, a while back, um, when I was in the user group, we had um, a lot of participation, a lot of people coming out, but um, the content just wasn't up to par. A lot of it was bringing in vendors nonstop, and you know. Nobody wants to come to a meeting and be told that you have to spend $80,000 to get this technology. Nobody wants to come to a meeting and go back to work the next day and tell their manager that you know they, they needed to allocate a large amount of funds. Well, so where our focus changed is we went ahead and changed our focus to um, things that people can benefit from. So we want people to be able to come to our meeting, be able to get something out of it, and be able to go to, the next, go to work the next day or, or the next week and be able to apply what they learned without having to go out and buy an expensive piece of software to do that. So once we started doing that, our attendance, which was kind of hurting then, uh, started to really blossom. And we had, we've had we had some meetings where we've had 50, 60, 70 people come out. Um, and we've even had our tech day, which we had uh, over 175 people show up for that. So the group's got a lot of momentum where we're increasing membership, and a lot of people are, are happy with what the group's doing in the local community. Yeah, that tech day was a was a really good day. There were, were a lot of people there. A lot of businesses were representative. Had a lot of good presenters. Um, a lot of corporate members joined as well. They went ahead and joined the user group after that. Oh, neat! After, this after is good. Seeing that, so that was really good. But uh, we, I mean, it was a great day. It was it was a good day of Oracle technology, and I think everybody came away, um, you know, not only satisfied with showing up, but they're going to actually they actually walked away with you know, being more knowledgeable and being able to use some of what we were able to present on. Yeah, everybody I've talked to that was there definitely enjoyed it. Um, so so you're the president of the Suncoast Oracle User Group. What does being the president mean? What do you do? Um, what does the vice president do? What does the secretary do? How does that, how does that work? Well, the way we have the, the user group structured for anybody who's listening to this and is considering doing a user group is um, they're filled feel free to visit our website. It's www.saug.net or saug.org. And um, we have our articles, our bylaws there. Um, feel free to take it and modify it as you see fit. But we're um, a not-for-profit, so we're set up that way. So when we buy uh, various different things, we don't have to pay tax on that, so that helps out. Um, and as far as our structure goes, we have a liaison to the IOUG, because we're under the IOUG. We, um, we've got a president vice president. We've got a secretary. I'm trying to think of everything that we've got. We've got um, a meeting coordinator. All in all, it's about five people. We've got a treasurer as well. And so the treasurer will handle the finances. The meeting coordinator will sort of go out and try to make arrangements with the speakers 
uh, you know, to come in and speak. And, and what that meeting coordinator will use is uh, when somebody joins or when they fill out a survey, we try to get feedback as far as what our members want to see. So that's what we use as the criteria to decide, you know, who to go after and who to bring in. Um, and then the vice president and president uh, work together as far as uh, trying to grow the membership of the group, um, reaching out, um, and just, you know, working with everybody and trying to bring it together. For example, trying to do the tech day, I reached out to a lot of sponsors. I reached out to a lot of the speakers myself. So uh, I wouldn't say the role was sort of put in stone. We all kind of just kind of picked up uh, where the others, you know, left off and kind of fill in the holes, and we all worked really hard together to go ahead and bring that event together. And then, of course, we do the same thing with the meetings as well. Cool. And uh, actually, that's about all my questions. The Suncoast Historical User Group meets the fourth Thursdays, Thursday of each month. Um, I wanted to tell everybody that. And like you said, the SAUG.net is where they can get more information. Is there anything you want to uh, just add? Um. Yeah, about the only thing that I would really add is if you are in the Tampa Bay area or Orlando area, or, you know, any anytime you come to the area, you're welcome to come out to the meetings. Uh, we have food, we have drinks, um, we've got some upcoming speakers uh, coming in. It should be really good. We got a guy who's doing uh, Oracle and uh, .NET, how to do a .NET on Oracle using the ODP tools. Um, we've also got uh, one coming up for data privacy and data masking. We've got one, another one coming up for um, I think it's going to be Oracle F Fusion Developer. I'm not even sure what they're going to call it at that time. But we're going to have one of those. I think there's um, an R3 coming up, an Oracle Database R3 that's coming up. So we might do a presentation on that. And then in November, we've actually got a developer who develops DataGuard. He actually writes the programming for it. And this guy, he's come out and done a couple presentations and blown us away. He talks about stuff that I haven't even seen in the documentation. He's like telling us exactly what's going on. It's pretty amazing. He's out in Orlando. And um, I think he wants to come out in November and do like a three or four hour everything you wanted to know about DataGuard. And so that should be pretty good. And then we've also got Richard Nemec from Tusk. He's committed to coming out in February. And then um, Robert Freeman, we've talked to him. Um, so uh, we've even talked to Donald Burl Burleson. So, I mean, it seems like everybody out there wants to get involved and, you know, is willing to speak to the user group. And, you know, we're always happy to, happy to have those people, you know, yeah. come out and speak. So. Sounds like some exciting times coming up. And good food. And good food. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, we were speaking with Thomas Roach, the current president of the Suncoast Oracle User Group in Tampa, Florida. Uh, thank you, Thomas. Thanks, Louis. All right. Say hello. Hello. What are you doing? What are you doing? Say mama. Mama. <laughs> Can you sing? No. Can you sing, buddy? Can you sing Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star? Twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder what you are, above the world so bright, like a diamond in the sky, twinkle, twinkle, little star, are you wonder? What you are. Yay! We're going to have to save that 